All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Patrick Patrick. And I'm Padre. And today, 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 we, 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 God, God, X-Wing, X-Wing, 2.5555. Yeah, well, yeah, we got it yesterday. Okay, so we got it less than 24 hours ago. Uh, AMG posted it to their actual website. All the latest rules, points, scenarios, and FAQ, and cards, and even an article explaining everything. Yeah, I, I, I read it. And I read it again, and uh, <laughs> my head hurts. <laughs> um, we we got a lot of changes, and uh, we got a lot to cover. So, uh, Patrick, um, I'm I'm just going to say, let's get started. Okay, we're going to try to make this as painless as possible for you and everyone else. Uh, we're going to cover each change as a bullet point, real quick. Then we'll go into each change into detail. So you can watch the video for like the first five minutes and then be like, oh, okay, bye. Uh, that might soften the blow a bit, and it also might calm some people down who might be freaking out, because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good, because <laughs> I, I I, won't lie. This is just a little daunting. <laughs> well, so, a little, little, little daunting. Yeah, well, that's what we're also going to do is we're going to make this episode a podcast episode recording. For everyone who doesn't want to watch YouTube and they want to listen on their own accord. So, uh, everyone, we're making this transition as easy as possible. So, we're all up to date on the current rules. So, if you're watching or listening to us, thank you in advance. Yes, thank you very much. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, here we go. Uh, changes in order. Squads. You no longer can have just two ships. It's now three to eight ships. So, you can't just take two aces. Uh AMG, and let, let me zoom in here, AMG said that, so basically you can be successful in their new transition to the scenarios, uh, because two ship lists were generally not very successful in engaging with the scenario play we want to emphasize in the new direction of X-Wing. So that's the very first change, not too big, not too crazy, it's just you no longer can fly two ships. Easy the enough. New direction a new direction okay now this is a big change because you'll see it uh i believe it's here uh yeah it is uh lists will now be built to 20 points instead of 200 and we're gonna cover that <laughs> we're gonna back burner that we're gonna cover the new value of ships and how to list build so stay tuned for that that's that's a big whopper right there um yeah, the vein right here start to go a little bit i, I know uh, here let's say where's the vein show me the vein right here <laughs> <on the side laughs> of my okay um now upgrades no longer have a variable cost per initiative or ship size it's all one cost and also ships have their own upgrade cost or loadout value uh, and then they gave an example of that. Uh, I think that's in one of these slides that I've uploaded. No, not this one. Not this one. Keep going. There it is. So they give an example. For example, the Ben Rao is in a Fang Fighter. He's seven points. He has a loadout value of 12. If you put on Lone Wolf, which is five, Fearless, which is three, and Ion Torpedoes, which is four, that is a loadout of... 12 points so he's 
not worth 12 or he's not worth then uh 19 points he's still worth his original seven so it, we'll go over that into detail as well math uh, yeah math, math. math i know it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a weird transition um but each ship is going to be like that to where it's going to have a base value and then it's going to have a loadout value which is the amount of upgrades you can equip to it but it doesn't add to its original value, which is, you know, Fenrau 7. It doesn't add or subtract from that, if, no matter what you have upgraded. But, whew, upgrade slots. <laughs> They've been adjusted for almost every ship. Uh, you're going to notice some ships have torp slots when they never did, cannon slots, three modification slots, two talent slots, and, and just more or less, um, or even the same ship will not have the same upgrades per pilot. So, you know, Howl Runner's going to have one set of upgrades while Night Beast has a completely different set. Um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, we also have the amazing scenarios. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, everybody's thrilled about that. Are you? <laughs> I don't know if you're serious. Um, but yeah, I am. So... There's four. We are. Yes. We, uh, we are. Yes. So there's four. There's objectives and scenarios, which we're going to go over. AMG wants to add objectives so that new players have a clear goal instead of dogfighting, which doesn't always show a clear goal other than destroying your opponent, which it has its pitfalls and effects, which players, uh, you know, don't always know, especially new players, when it comes to net decking and metal listing. You know, that they show up, they just get tabled. Um, and they don't understand why because they were never they don't know what the goal is other than just kill someone. So this will yes. at least show them something. Yes. Then then they say this game sucks. I'm not playing it no more because <laughs> I just got monkey stomped. <laughs> exactly. I just got monkey stomped. It was easy. Okay. Um, matches will be twelve rounds. Uh, I know this slide doesn't show it, but it's going to be twelve rounds. Uh, will be played to twenty points or a mission requirement. Uh, players have the road system available in the rules reference now, so it's actually in there twice for planning and setup. Uh, we have the official rules on obstacles and uh, tractoring and stuff like that, so you know what these new rules are because all they did was just add, you know, cannot overlap and stuff like that. Um, we also have the... Yep, there it is. There's the planning phase one that I put out of order. So there's there's your... Your road system all laid out perfectly. You have your game lengths, tracking rounds, your game mode. We have mission points. We'll go over all of that as well. And squad building, which there it is. Your loadout value, your keywords, everything there. Your factions and um, ban lists. Yes, there's ban lists. Oh, man. Yeah. We've... What? <laughs> Kiwis. Yeah, because they're not in 2.0 yet. Um, there's yeah, yeah overlapping they're ships. They're not going to make it. No, I, no, I know they're not going to make it. Uh, there's I, there's the player markers. We're going to go over all of those. And then uh, I'm not going to go over the bomb because there's no point. Um, oh, I thought I had a picture of it. So there is now a 1.5 range ruler. That you is going to be in the packs, or you can even print it out now. It's in the document. You can cut it out. You have a 1.5 range ruler, and we'll explain why. I can't wait till they come out with the with with the the number four uh, hard turn and the uh, slight bends, and, you know, fives too. 
what was way, it? You know, we can have everything. The, the 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 four bank or is that was that always like the the mythical thing that yes. never existed? <laughs> Except in that other game, which is very similar to X Wing, but <laughs> flown with Star Trek ships. True. All right, so there's a lot to digest. Uh, so what do okay. you think? I, I'm gonna bite. <laughs> What's it gonna cost? What What does what cost? To upgrade to this two point five three point oh three nine six five four eight seven whatever you want to call it how much is it going to cost me uh, nothing there's come on there's got to be a cost or something so this is a hundred percent as of right now free you can print out the objective sheets the range rulers uh the tokens if you have epic you already have all of this uh and it is compatible with the current system there you know it just doesn't have pictures on them uh, you may see this as a kit in the future that you can get later, or you might just get them as prizes, which I already noticed somebody said uh, for, it might have been Adepticon, that they already have uh, 1.5 template acrylics ready to go. Um, but yeah, there's nothing keeping you from currently playing this. Okay, I'm a little bit impressed with that. It also doesn't appear as though the PDF is littered with blue text. Uh, seems easy enough to read and follow, um, <laughs> but keep that in mind. Yes, for me, this was pretty painless as far as a major, and this is a major update goes. We have a new list building criteria, new points, obstacles, but with a heads up from AMG, we knew most of that already. We knew the changes were coming. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't see it as a, a major, this is a new game, but I, uh, yeah, uh, you don't mind the new approach of AMG, the no. lull that they made you halt playing X-Wing. Okay, hindsight, I'm going to say it was worth the wait, but five months of waiting was brutal. I wish they would have told us a little later so we could have enjoyed our old system maybe a little longer, but I'm honestly just splitting hairs. Honestly. I know there's lots of people saying the communication's horrible, and I understand. Yeah, I, I, can, I have to agree. The communication is not what we're used to, but yeah, waiting five months for this was pretty brutal. Yeah, I will say. Um, I don't hate it. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> okay. For me. Yeah. Just for me grain of salt yep. it's a little daunting uh, i already had to shift from first edition to second edition yeah and that is still difficult for me personally to wrap my head around um, you're now throwing obstacles at me new points new rules and it, this is to an already overwhelming game uh it did give me pause but like i said i don't hate it don't forget objectives but um so i what don't you hate about it, I think, is the right way of asking. Well, uh, take your time. Objectives are a huge plus. Don't yes. get me wrong. You and I have been playing scenarios, missions, and, and objective-based matches for years. Uh, we enjoy that. Yeah. You know, we're definitely in the minority on that, but it's a great way to play. So it's nice that official X-Wing is knocking on our door for once and saying, hey, we got scenarios. Yeah. <laughs> also, cutting the points down to 20 makes it simpler 
especially when the ships have all these good upgrades and half points and yada 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 it makes it makes it easy to see who is winning yeah that I'll go, is I'll go a, there that's a big that? win I, I remember doing tournaments and you're trying to figure out points and stuff but yeah making it easy to see like okay i'm at 10 points you're at 11 easy yeah. Um, it is, it is, it really is because I could take my K wings, load them out to a certain amount of points, play one to four missions. And, and that's a good amount of entertainment, uh, something new to learn and may respark my interest in a game. Uh, let's face it. I am not the most knowledgeable player. No, I, you're not. I, not I at all. don't even <laughs> pretend to say that I am a knowledgeable <laughs> player. Okay. The game didn't do it for me anymore unless it was outside of the 206 format. Examples being Hotak yeah. or, or the missions that, you know, we're working on. Yeah. So, okay. I understand that. I mean, let's cover the official rules in more detail. It's going to be a lot to go through. Uh, but I promise once we do explain it, I'm assuming that people are going to be a little bit more positive. All right. So from here, good God. So with all of that, we can go back to, let's see here. We've got scenarios, we've got obstacles, we've got tractor, planning phase, game length, and tra mission points. Yikes. All right. So yeah, It's not daunting at all. No, not at all. I just, I'm trying to get back to the beginning here. <laughs> here we go. Okay, so they build 20-point squads. Let's do that first. Um, I think that's what we mentioned first. Well, three. Yeah, how many K wings can I get into a list? Uh, so that's going to be four. But hold on, let me bring up the, the ship. Oh no, there it is. Yeah, ship upgrades. Here we go. So this is what things are going to start with. And you said K wings. Let's start with K wings to begin with. I'm going to scroll down here to the yes because the Imperials are first because they're just let's, better. Let's just, let's just pull this right out of our hats. It's standard play. How many K wings can I bring? Exactly. So, oh, that's the Y-Wing, sorry. I knew that when it no. said standard, yes. <laughs> I was like, they're not legal. Okay, so look, your Warden Squadron pilot is five points cost. That's at the very points. top. Its loadout value is seven points. That means you can fit seven points of upgrades on that ship. That's mm -hmm. it. You have access to torps, missiles, a gunner, and two bombs. You no longer have a mod slot. You no longer have a crew slot on the K-Wing. So that's what you have to work with. And you can build up to 20 points worth of K-Wings, which means you can take as a max of four. You can't take five anymore. And it doesn't have a subtitle, so you get no bonuses down the road if anything comes out for that. But right. um, that's kind of how simple list building is going to be. Yasby is getting updated uh, as we speak. We don't know when that's going to be. I think somebody already updated Launch Bay. Go them. But yeah. this is going to be what it's like. I mean, just as another way to look at this, if this scrolls for me, for some reason now it's not scrolling. Oh, it's because well, I'm on the wrong page. Like hold on, you. hold on. We got to go back to it. So now it's interact. So we're going to scroll up here to, let's say, people's like favorite ships, like, you know, Darth Vader. So Darth Vader in the advanced V1 is eight points base. So he's eight out of 20 of your points. He gets 22 upgrade slot or 22 upgrade points, but yeah. he gets two force slots, a tech slot, mm -hmm. a uh, what is that? Not is it a sensor slot? 
I always, I, I'm so used to saying something else. Yes, the sensor upgrade. I got it right this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, a missile and then two modification slots. Yeah, because he's not powerful enough. He isn't powerful enough. Um, and then you'll see that, you know, Tempest Squad has three cost and four upgrades uh, values, or, you know, a loadout value of four. And then it can take two modifications and then only a sensor slot. It doesn't have access to the tech or an elite or uh, a missile slot. So you're really going to have to, you know, load out a ship. And sometimes you won't be able to because it doesn't have that cost. And then you'll see it's like, okay, well, Zertic Storm is worth three. So is a Tempest Squadron. That's worth three. What, like, that doesn't make any sense. And it's like, well, because it has access to different upgrade slots. So I understand you're saying, well, one's three points and the other one's three points. Why are they the same cost? And it's because they don't want you spamming a bunch of these at two. Zertic is probably too expensive at four. So they dropped them down to three. You can take them along with the Tempest Squadron instead of just spamming Tempest Squadron because that's what you used to have to do. <laughs> uh, that's how you used to have to list build. You're like, well, I don't want to take Zyrtec. It's like, you know, too expensive. It doesn't fit with my squad, so I'm not going to take Zyrtec. And now you can because it fits with the other ones and it kind of makes list building just a little bit better. This is in my face. Hold on, I gotta move this because now this is covering up my mouth. <laughs> there we hate go. When that right. happens, I don't think anyone else hates it. Um, we are a well-oiled machine. Here oh, we are perfect. Gaming. Okay, let me just say there we, we are a well-oiled machine. Super well-oiled. Yes, be live. Yasby.app. Yes, it is live. Moisturize so you, me. Moisturize you, me. You can go to Yasby.app right now and take a look. Um. So uh, they're gonna the people who you know, did this, which is AMG. They just did an interview with Fly Better. You can go listen to them. They go into all details of why they did it this way. I happen to personally agree with how this is. What What is your thought, Prodre? Do you like this now? Do I like it? Yeah, do you like uh, the fact that okay. you, you know Let that your K-Wing is, is five points? Done. You know you can take four? You know that you have seven points per K-Wing yes, spend. Yes, it's very simple. It, it, it is very simple. The only thing I don't like is I will never get a chance to play my <laughs> K-Wings. Okay. But besides that... <laughs> well, no, that is a big thing for a lot of people. True. Because um, they're, you know, dust kaput in standard. You don't... Nope, 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 and nope. Yeah. Um, extended and um most guys want to play in the competitive realm good go for them and that's fantastic so you know all you guys that are used to going on to the the tuesday night specials or the saturday morning uh star wars x-wing uh mini tournaments that are all over the united states i mean what we've been doing for you know seven years um yeah i'm done yeah well I'm because I can't bring my K-Wings and play in that match, period, exclamation point. Um, so now if would, I want to play an extended, I can. Would you th try taking something else now that there's scenarios and you could quickly just build up a squad? Well, here's where the bitterness kind of sets in for me, Patrick. <laughs> I spent money on those ships that were sold to me to use in a game mm -hmm. that I can no longer use in a game. So am I going to get a refund? 
<laughs> I'm sure no. <laughs> right? It's 8K um, wings at 20 bucks a pop. <laughs> okay. And and I do own a few K wings. I won't kid you. But um, can I play them in how you and I play in the scenarios? And with Hotak, yeah, I could still play those and have a great time. Now, oh. what does that mean for... Well, what, um, what about for people who just like kitchen table? So you're a kitchen table player. Would you play this in kitchen table format? Yeah, because that would have to be extended. Excellent. All right. So there you go. Right. So uh, I got no problem with that. Now, will I get to go to a tournament and enjoy the camaraderie of all everybody that I've known for seven years and play <laughs> with them? No. Can I still go to the tournament? Oh, absolutely. Can yep. I bring something that I'm not strong in? Absolutely. Hopefully, there'll be a lot of other people in the same boat as me, uh, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. I mean, not probably for a while, but I don't know. I'm... I'm very excited about this because I know uh, a lot of people have fallen away from X-Wing because it's been so the same. I like, so, and, I'm, and I'm one of them. Oh, I know. I, but I just, like, let's go over some of these super quick because a lot of these point out or uh, stand out. I want to go over the, de like, let's just start with the Decimator. So as you can see, like Rear Admiral Chirino, I love Flying Rack. He's nine points with mm -hmm. 35 upgrades points. And yeah. he gets three crew slots, a gunner, bomb, modification, the title, a talent slot for nine points. The rest of them are eight points. Now I am going to look at him. I'm going to try and look at him through somebody who is brand spanking new to x-wing yeah okay and, and 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 the reason i say that is even a brand spanking new person is going to look at that decimator and all the goodies that you could put on them and how much extra you have and you're going holy yeah. crow ah uh, this is just but this other guy gets this and he's nowhere close that this seems like i'm going to get trounced on and the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> It just, you have to step away from common sense or, or what you think is common sense. This is, this is X-Wing. Common sense does not matter in, in X-Wing. You have to look at the cards, the great equalizers. So don't be uh, put off by what you're hearing here. No. I, I really, I, this is important because, oh, yeah. believe it or not, they're trying to really bring this game into balance. Well, so let's, for balance purposes, like when you build the list, which is what they explained, you had to make sacrifices. You couldn't put all of the upgrades you wanted on every ship, and it was limiting to that ship, which could make it not playable, let's be honest, or it could sure. make it to where you're like, well, you know what, I can take it, but now I'm just going to take off these two things so I can throw in another naked ship. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, I could see your point. There's no reason to put all these upgrades on the ship. Now, which, I'm sorry, AMG, you kind of took our idea. We did this about a year ago. It was called, yeah. uh, you know, our uh, what, quick build or uh, the other name for it. But it was basically our quick build league to where yeah. you had a certain amount of points you had to build in. So let's say it was 75. 
that would make it a quick build threat of three, but you could load that ship as many points as you want up to 75 points, and then you could go in and play it up to a threat of eight, and then your teammates would have the same. So, so this is the same thing. <laughs> so thanks for watching. AMG. Yeah, thanks, AMG. We appreciate you, you know, the support. Yeah, so this is the same thing. It's a quick build, which is, you know, let's say eight or a quick build, uh, you know, out of 20, this is eight. And then it's like, okay, you can throw this many upgrades up to this point because then that would make it this threat level or this threshold. And there you go. Now you can load it up with as much nonsense as you want and try to make it something other than what it was, which, you know, you had to take this upgrade, you had to take that upgrade, and if you didn't take this, you had to take that. Now it's, no, oh, I can fit all the stuff that I want. I don't have to, and I can prove that this upgrade works on this ship like, you know, I always wanted. So, yeah, modular quick builds, exactly. That's what we did. <laughs> we made yeah, modular we quick builds, and it, and it worked. Fun. It worked, it was fun, everyone oh, enjoyed man. themselves. Oh we, had, oh, we had a blast playing that league. It yep. was absolutely top notch. All right. Well, oh, okay. Let me turn off this here. Uh, oh no, that's the border. There you go. Ship upgrades. Goodbye. Now let's go to upgrades. Oh, let me turn off the slideshow as well. There we go. All right. So this is the upgrades you're going to see, and we'll go over again them real quick. It is all one sheet, so you'll have to get used to that. Um, but you'll notice it's got a cost. It says what it's on, whether it's standard or extended, and so on and so forth. So not much has changed other than certain things have gone way up in cost, way down in cost, um, or certain things on it may have changed. But as you can see, one fixed price. Everything is one fixed price. There's no you know, uh, alternate costs to anything. Um, but I mean, let's just look real quick. You've got... All of the titles, those are technically now free. We'll go into that as well. None of them are going to cost anything because they are going to be permanent parts of the ship. That's it. Right. It's, you know, there's different cards and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's the great part. Not much has changed with upgrades. Those are relatively staying the same. It's just now the upgrade cost per ship doesn't cost towards your actual points towards the ship. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll do an entire different episode on points and stuff like that. Cause we, we don't want to clutter this up with going over points and what you can no, take in list we're, building. We'll we're do trying that. to, yeah. we're trying to break this down so everybody could get an idea. Exactly. And, and then, you know, we'll oh, help you do your, your deep research later. Exactly. All right. Now scenarios, let's cover in scenarios. And I bleep myself on purpose cause I don't like to swear. All right. Get rid of upgrades. Bring up this, bring up my slideshow here. All right, scenarios. You're going to notice a few things, like I did. Um, they basically are, they're kind of cookie cutter. They're relatively the same, but they do have their own little twist. Um, and, you know, chat, let me know if you guys can read that properly. But it's six asteroids. You got your, or six uh, obstacles, sorry. Asteroids, debris, gas clouds. You set up a middle little token there whatever that could be could be a satellite could be some cargo whatever it's in the dead middle now robert what did we learn about mats when we tried our have mat can't travel <laughs> <laughs> not all mats are created equal some mats are not cut to the right size so measure as best as you can so this goes for all you casuals and also all you tournament people 
but, oh wait, I got to go even further. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, not all mats are created equal. Not all templates <laughs> are created equal. Wait, got to go. Yeah. Not all ship bases are created equal. Not all cardboard is created equal. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So keep, just keep that in mind when you guys are doing this. It's not going to measure perfect every time. We have mats that are like 37 inches wide, some that are 35 <laughs> and like a half inches wide. And, and so, sometimes they're 36 inches by 35. Yeah, inches. exactly. <laughs> sometimes they're not square. Um, so, yeah. In this scenario, it's you. I believe all of them are the same when it comes to placing the, uh, which I don't think you can call them obstacles. They're more like remotes but anyways they say obstacles so you put one in the middle you then measure from that one because the one player places one the second player places one that counts as one and then the second player or the first player again places a second one this second player places a second one that counts as two so there's two rounds of that but the first one always starts in the middle and it has to be range uh two to four of your board edge so that's another quick thing i can't set mine up on robert's side of the board i have to set it up on my side of the board from range two to four of my board edge so you actually can put them to the if, if this is the where's my finger so if this is the <laughs> mat this little box right here like i can put one like kind of close to this board edge it doesn't have to be two to four here but it does have to be two to four from my board edge and for you people listening on you know through the podcast just means it's kind of like straight back and forth you technically don't have to worry about the side to side however they have to be range one to three of each other or no not one to three it's i believe uh at range three and it's yeah two to four of the board edge second satellite must be placed within two to four of the opponent's board edge uh, once all the satellites have been placed, then you place obstacles. The only rule there is you can't overlap a satellite. So they still follow the same rules. They have to be range two of the board edge all around, but they can't be sitting on top of a satellite. You can put one right in front of it. You can put it touching, uh, but yeah. And then it's the remaining four satellites at range three of the center satellite and beyond range two of each other satellite. So all of them have to be range three of that center satellite. So, I mean, to give you guys the example, sorry, I'm flipping back and forth. I just want to give you guys the examples here because, right. and I'm sorry for you guys listening on on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I'm sure if you were watching, you, you would go. get a better idea. Exactly. So this is an example of what it would look like if Robert set up his and I set up mine. And then if you set up the rocks. So you get like a nice meaty center. Lots of, you know, satellites, lots of rocks or gas lots clouds, of lots of stuff. You get a, a great center of the board and everything so, has to be within that bubble. So get get your pilot wings on. You're going to learn how to fly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, because, well, for an example with that scenario, if we can go back, there we go. Um, scoring for this one is you have to be range zero to one of the satellite at the end of the round. If you do, you score one point for every ship as long as there's no um, ship that is an enemy ship or an opponent ship that is near the same satellite at range zero to one, unless you happen to have more ships 
range zero to one of that little satellite. And it's a small base counts as one, a medium and large base count as two. So if you have just a, lar a little ship next to a medium base and they're both range or one or K-Wing. Oh, wait. Or K-Wing. <laughs> then bam, the medium base score is a point. Um, and you can keep going. If there's three small ships and only a medium base, then the three small ships score that one point. So that's one of them. Uh, so you have to use some tactics and strategy here, guys. Oh, yeah. it's This is not a straight, I'm just going to go over the board and then wipe you off the table. It doesn't work like that anymore. Right. Uh, and we'll explain right. later. Your power meta won't work here. Yeah, you have no power here. All right. So whoever gets to 20 hey, points. Patrick, what? We're live right now, right? Yeah, of course we are. And sometimes <laughs> things happen <laughs> that we have no control over. True. I hate to say this, what? but I actually have to go. Oh, yes. No, that's fine. Go right ahead. I go wish do I your could thing. I'm going to keep going. Whole thing. I really, really do. I know. Because, you know, I'm, I'm just going to, 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 to break with, you know, everything here and just say, guys, don't panic. Yeah. Try it out. Oh, yeah. Don't, Relax. don't panic. Ooh, Relax. Can I do oh, I can do this. I'm just Relax. Patrick now. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. We'll get through this. We got through 2.0. Oh, we did get we through 2.0. We got through points. We got through all of this. We'll get there. There we go. But with that we'll being this. said, I'm saying give it a try. Yeah, please give and it a try. And that's me, Padre, the guy who hates everything. Well, you have to give it a try because that's part of our show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. So with that being said, with sorry, that, guys. I got to bail. All right. Talk to you later, Robert. Bye. All right. Alone at last. So uh, with the scenario... You're going to score, or whomever scores 20 points first is the winner. If you both are at 20 points, then you keep playing until one of you is ahead. That's about it. You play to 12 rounds, because that's the new round counting, unless the scenario specific or says otherwise, or if somebody you know gives a different uh, type of situation to where they play to 8 or 15. And if you table your opponent then yeah, the points don't matter. You've won, even though they might have 18 and you had three. If you table your opponent, you still win, as long as it's before the 12 rounds. Um, and if they haven't met the scenario, because there is other scenarios to where if you, you know, capture everything, uh, you could possibly just win the game. So with that, they did mention today on the podcast for Fly Better that there might, or, I'm sorry, there will be ties. There will be instances to where it's round 12, You've not only scored the same uh, same amount of points, you know, after you've tallied, it doesn't matter who killed who. You're like, oh, well, we both have, you know, 15 points. Okay, it's a tie. There's no more final salvos. That's what they said. Um, that isn't written anywhere yet, but uh, that's what they said on the podcast. So we'll have to pay attention to that and see what happens. Um, but this is this is how it is. End of the game happens, you check to see who's won, and that could be before the round 12 or at round 12. But yeah, this is one scenario. There's another scenario um, to where that uh, you have to pick up little, you know, cargoes and fly around with them every time or every turn. You still have the cargo, you earn a point, but there are things that make you drop the cargo or you can drop it on your own accord. Um, there's a, another one to where you can use an attempt, an action during a activation phase to you know capture a satellite but there are rules to that satellite like if your opponent already has a marker on that satellite you have to roll a die 
to capture it. If it's a hit or a crit, you do. If not, you just remove their token so they can't score any more points. You don't get to put your token on that satellite and capture it. So a lot of the scenarios are the same, but they're really not because it requires different tactics. There's even ones to where you can be range 0 to 2 of the little tokens instead of range 0 to 1. So, I mean, go playtest them. It's going to be, I think, amazing because we literally have missions that are almost exactly like this that we've been playtesting for months. And it is a blast to have an objective that isn't always just pummel my opponent. Um, and I think you're going to see that when, you know, the lists start to form to where people are going to be building lists that aren't necessarily there to wipe their opponent. It might be super defensive because they know that they can just sit there and capture four uh, satellites every turn and score four points a turn. And it's like, okay, well, he's scoring four points a turn. I'm trying to half points him. I mean, by the time I half points everything, it's only going to be 10 points. He's going to score that many more points than me or she. A lot faster than I am. I have to come up with something other than just trying to kill him. I need to capture some of these objectives as well. So just seriously, keep that in mind when you're playing. All right. Let's go over all the rule changes. We'll go into good detail here. So when attacking, they you know, because they did tell us some stuff, not everything. While performing an attack, you can attack at range zero. Attack dice cannot be added unless stated otherwise. So keep in mind there might be cards later on that let you. Um, and there's also certain ships that already can attack at range zero and treat it at range one. While performing a primary attack at range zero, attack dice cannot be added unless otherwise stated. I don't know why I put that twice. While performing a primary attack at range zero, the attacker's dice can be modified only by spending force for their default effect, which means changing a hit or a focus to a hit. So force users, you're going to have a big advantage when attacking at range zero. That That's a thing. So just keep that in mind. Um that's kind of a big deal because i know they were saying no you can't modify your dice now of course the force can because it's the force um and then while defending at range zero enemy ships cannot cancel modify or remove dice as a result so you can't you know crack shot something or you can't do anything to get rid of their dice uh it's that's it uh, you, whatever they roll is a roll and they can modify them as well yeah, Sunfac has three talent slots, but I'm almost positive they changed the ship's ability to where it has to fully execute a maneuver to do the whole nonsense thing, but uh, don't quote me on that yet. Um, that was like when we were all in like the chat, just all yammering on, and I like overheard it, and I was like, oh, cool, they fixed it. Okay, obstacles. There were a few things that uh, were, uh, I guess, clarified, because... Uh, we heard one thing, but I mean, other people heard, I guess, the correct stuff. But here we go. Asteroids. When you hit an asteroid, you suffer damage, you roll a die, and suffer a hit, regardless of if it's a hit or a crit. So it's possibly two damage, which is pretty significant. Uh, I'm not going to go over Blaze, because <laughs> it blazes its own pages of nonsense. Debris Cloud. Uh, it's You get a stress token no matter what. You roll an attack die on a hit. The ship suffers a crit damage. On a crit result, the ship suffers one crit damage. So that's a little bit different from what it was. It used to be only crits, and now it's hitting crits. And then you do suffer a crit when you roll the crit. So it's a little bit weird. I don't know why the asteroid doesn't have the crit result, but yeah, whatever. Um, you've got the chafe clouds. They said it breaks all locks onto it. Sign a jam token, roll a tack die on a hit or a crit result, the ship 
is assigned a stress token now, not just a, you know, jam token. Gas clouds. This one I love because it's, you know, a wink, wink, and ion cloud. Uh, it breaks all locks on it. It then is assigned a strain token. Roll one attack die. On a hit result, the ship is assigned one ion token. On a crit result, the ship is assigned three ion tokens. So that's pretty huge. Uh, if you are facing another opponent and they're like, remember when I could just fly through these and fly off into the sunset and it was not a problem? I didn't have to suffer the consequences. Not anymore. You get an eye on. Uh, you've got loose cargo, which is assign one stress to or one, assign one strain token. Sorry. Uh, roll an attack die, and then the ship is assigned one stress on a hit or a crit. Spare parts. It's assigned a strain. Roll attack die. Hit or crit. It's assigned one stress token. You you see kind of the pattern here. Uh, you've got spare parts. Um, you've got your debris cloud. That's the ship cannot perform attacks. That's if it's on top of it. You've got uh, the ship can not acquire a locks and cannot be locked while it's on top of a chafe cloud and the glass cloud. The ship cannot acquire locks and cannot be locked. The ship cannot perform attacks. So that's pretty significant. We've seen that already on some of the tournaments uh, that we've seen online. Thank you, Dion. Thank you, you know, whomever else is, you know, showing their local leagues and, and explain the rules and stuff like that so pretty big changes there all right the only thing they added was cannot to the tractor we knew about this this is you cannot cause a ship to move through or overlap an obstacle uh this probably is also on your own ship you can't tractor it off of a rock <laughs> so uh because it doesn't say friendly or unfriendly uh but we'll, you know, let the rules lawyers go through that. But I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. Once you're there, you can't move off that rock. Um, and I, I don't think... I mean, let's read this real quick. Mover template, applying effects. Yeah. The ship, or, yeah, this move cannot cause the ship to move through or overlap an obstacle. After a ship is moved this way, if the opponent moved it, the ship player may choose to have the ship rotate 90 degrees, which everyone always forgets. And while a tractor ship defends, it rolls one less fewer defense die. So, yeah, that they were talking about. They don't want people being tractored onto rocks anymore. It wasn't, you know, a fun part of the game. Uh, especially, like, you know, uh, Lord Jason said, Sunfock! <laughs> so, which really sounds like something else when you say it fast. You know, Sunfock. Um, we've got the planning phase! Yay! We have rules! They're beautiful! which we've already play tested this a ton. We know this, but I'm going to read it out anyways for you. Roads, RPO, whatever you want to call it. You roll three dice per player. Whoever has the most crits, focus, hits, uh, gets to be the first player. You don't get a choice, and that determines who the first player is after dial's been set, and also to set up the game. So pay attention to that because it might change uh, depending on the scenario that you're playing. So it might be to where... You roll uh, after things have been set up. Just keep an eye on that. Make sure you're following along. Don't just, like, roll at the beginning of the game and expect that that's how first, you know, things are. Because, again, we do scenarios. Uh, pay attention to the reading. Their scenarios might change. There might be difference. Because uh, I know there's one where there's a red and a blue player. So just keep that in mind. Um, things might change as the game progresses. Game length. This we covered. It's now 12 rounds standard, 
Again, that can change depending on the scenario or the tournament. So it's not always going to be 12. It could be shorter. It could be longer. Um, it could be to where you go to, you know, a place like Gen Con or even uh, you go to, geez, the tournament that's just coming up that I just said like five minutes ago. Uh, the one in Chicago. There, you know the one. Um, to where there's some demo games. And, you, you know, they're teaching people how to play X-Wing and the round count is lower. So, you know, that might be why they're doing this to help new players go through fast. It's like, okay, you guys are playing to eight turns, have at it, or you're doing a, a nice demo for somebody and you don't want to go all 12 rounds because it's not going to make it to 12 rounds. Or you don't want to sit there and just have one ship chasing another ship for a half hour. So this is, I think, an excellent addition. It's going to make things a little bit smoother for everybody, especially for newer players. All right. Mission points. So... As you can see, you see that little green right there? It says deficit, <laughs> which I think I put that as, of course I didn't put it as the next one. Why would I? There it is, deficit. Let's cover what that is. Because we all know what a deficit is, at least in the sense of the literal definition. But here it's if a squad's points total of a player is less than a maximum allowed, which we know is 20, subtract the total squad points of their squadron from the maximum to determine that player's deficit before the game begins. And then that player that, you know, didn't shave his points gets your points. So if you all of a sudden want to thrive, fly three aces, it totals to 19 points. You can do that. That's perfectly fine. But that one point that you didn't spend or reorganize is going to your opponent automatically towards the points of the scenario. So... Keep that in mind. You can't, you can bid. It's not a bid though. <laughs> you can't call it a bid. Uh, you could call it a strategic uh, arrangement. It allows you to fly what you really wanted to fly, but at a loss. So again, that might be your strategy. You give your opponent a point, but you know already, I'm going to kill this guy by turn eight or this girl by turn eight. And it's going to be over before that point even matters. Because I had just have three killer aces with loaded with torps and actions, and I'm gonna win. That that's your prerogative. You can do that. I don't know if it's gonna be successful because nobody knows that. If they do, they're they're lying to you. Um, just FYI, they don't know. All right, let's go back. <laughs> A unit. Should we cover? Let's go back first. So, yeah, mission points. Uh, this is interesting because uh, you really have to pay attention to it. So guys, when you just uh, half point something, it's going to stay at half points. You can't regenerate back any of that health and expect to go back up to your full points cost. If you are a five point ship, you get halved, meaning, you know, you have six or uh, three hull, three shield, total of six. You take three damage. You're now at half health. You then take your total cost and round down. So if you're a five point ship, you're at 2.5 for half, rounding down, you're two points. That's how many points you give to your opponent. Now, when you get destroyed, it's half points rounding up. So if you're a five point ship and you're 2.5 half, you're now three points after you've been destroyed. So a total of five. So just keep that in mind. Don't expect that when you half somebody, it's, you know, you're a five-point ship. All right, that's three points I win. No, 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 no. That's two. You need one more to win. You need to either capture something or kill that guy and get the full five points. So just keep that in mind. It's not like, you know, you kill someone, it rounds up to three, 
and then when you kill them you get the other two no it's the other way around which i that's pretty interesting to me just keep that in mind when you're scoring points um and we're actually we're coming up with some nice scoring templates that we're going to show as soon as i get them in the mail um if a player concedes which you can do uh you destroy all your ships not literally but you know points wise and you give those to your opponent you don't get to keep anything um towards points everything goes to them and then it's written down and scored uh during the scenario the player winning is determined by base of scenario specific conditions which is if you destroy your opponent you win if you score 20 points or more than 20 points and more than your opponent keep that in mind so if you're both at 22 at the end of the round the game continues as long as it's not round 12 and as long as your opponent isn't been destroyed um and then whoever scores the next point uh, or whoever scores more points at the end of the next round is the winner which i was thinking i was like oh maybe they have it to where the first player gets to score a point and that makes them win it's nope so at the end of the round i scored three you scored three we're still going so keep that in mind <laughs> lots to go through i love this um and also players track their mission points through victory counters um i'll go over that real quick so victory counters are going to be charge tokens and you or you can use the the points tokens from uh epic just have them lined across your table edge and you can just start using those to keep track of your points um and then also that's what they have for the round counters right now which i'm not overly impressed with but i'm sure they're going to have more stuff down the road plus I mean, we have round counters, Curlpaw-esque round counters. I know other uh, companies have round counters, so you can always go out and, you know, throw them a couple of internet dollars uh, and, you know, support them. And then you get a nice nifty dial that I usually have sitting right here, and I don't. It's gone. I think it's behind me. It's not. Anyways, um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, you have to keep track of your rounds. You both can do it, or one of you can do it uh, together, basically. All right, here's your rules for squad building. Again, 20 points. There are still all seven factions. Uh, there's going to be limited and solidary cards. A squad's card are required by the name or uh, the initial card uh, and something card. Basically, there's going to be cards that you can only take one of. Uh, there is a banned list, so you're going to have to check that out. There are cards that are just literally banned unless it's an extended play because they don't like them um there is a restricted list so there are things that you're going to sometimes be able to take in a scenario and sometimes not so that's entirely up to the you know the organizer you're gonna have to pay attention to that to see if there is restrictions um but it, you know we'll, we'll take that as it is right now so far I, I don't see anything that says it's you know you can't take this in scenario x um there's squad points the loadout value which we talked about the amount of points you can spend on upgrades for each ship each one is going to be different even on the same ship type uh there's builder keywords there's you know upgrades and there's going to be of course loadout points which is the same kind of thing as loadout value all right we finally know what a unit is everybody <laughs> we know what a unit is it's a shipper remote we knew it we figured it out um yeah, here's your victory counters, which are those little epic tokens. If you don't have them, just use, you know, charge tokens or something like that for the time being. Um, again, you can print them out on your home printer. They come in the, one of the PDF sheets. And then winning the game, which is either you score by mission points or you table your opponent, basically. Uh, it's pretty easy. I mean, it's 
very little added to it. And there's deficit. All right, this I think is bumping. Um, yeah, they they did a lot of blue here, but it's what we already know. Once the ship is no longer on top of another ship, place it so that it's touching the last ship. It backed over. I don't like how it says backed over because the ship doesn't really back up. Some do, but whatever. Uh, this may result in the ship not leaving its initial position. Uh, then check its difficulty. It suffers those effects. And now, if you overlap a ship that was friendly or allied, you roll an attack die. On a hit or a crit, that ship suffers a damage, and it skips its perform action step. If it overlapped an enemy ship and it was not stressed, it may perform a focus or calculate action on its action bar, treating it as red. Then you skip your perform action step, which I like. Because there would be some combinations that would let you, like, all of a sudden you're like, all right, I know I'm going to bump. I want my free focus for bumping, and, and I'm going to take another action. So here's, you know, cybernetic calculation. No, you can't. You take the red focus, calculate, or nothing. You don't get to, you know, sit there and comboing all day. Uh, the ship can't perform any additional actions. And if this was a simultaneous overlap of a friendly and allied or enemy ship, uh, you suffer the results of if it was a friendly ship. So if all of a sudden you bump yourself and another enemy ship, it, it treats it as if it was a friendly ship. You don't get the focus. So keep that in mind. There are your player markers. They're pretty nice. Uh, you know, one red, one blue. Uh, you're going to use this to, you know, figure out in certain scenarios which player is which and also to help you keep track and score and uh, of what... Uh, each person has towards their goal, mission, whatever. Um, I like blue and red. That's a solid color. I wish they would have done green and red, but, you know, what are you going to do? Beggar, beggars can't be choosers here. All right. Uh, we c if you want to look at the blaze, go to our last video. We explain everything about the blaze. It is a lot of bomb to go through. It's basically a bomb that explodes like a normal bomb. Then it drops a template behind it. The template has rules. It's an obstacle. Uh, you can overlap it just like an obstacle. It, it starts with a fuse marker and it does some damage. Um, I think that came out as four points uh, in the new uh, document. It, it's it's a pretty tricky bomb. Uh, I'm probably going to use it because it's four points. But yeah, it, it's, it's something interesting. Uh, that's how you can build. And then there is the way that you can start your scenarios. All right. That is basically everything that i could find in the rules document there is more to go over um we'll call it now for just a little bit um i do want to go over at least some of these points here so where is oh i don't have it here all right let's just go to a close-up here so we've got some ship or no not ship upgrades we've got the ships themselves and i'll interact with this okay so, you're going to see things like, and let me, because this is a large document. I think it's like 19 pages or something like that. You'll notice that certain things can take the moldy crow and others that can't. So, you're going to see that, and I'm trying to see, this is moldy crow. Am I in the upgrades? Hold on a sec. I'm in the wrong one. Let me go back to ship here, because that makes more sense. There we go. So you're going to notice like certain ships can take the title while others can't. So we have, where is the Hawk here? Where are you Hawk? Get back here. There it is. 
So you'll notice that certain things can take the title and others can't. Like the Rebel Scout can't take the Moldy Crow upgrade. Kyle Katarn can. Same thing in the Scum. I believe only one of them could take it, uh, which might have been Pavlov. I just, that's what I call him. <laughs> Pavlov. Escape route, Fang Fighter. Where are you? Yep. So the only one of the scum that can take it is Palab. He's the only scum hawk that can take the title. So they're trying to also move in the thematic way uh, for these ships. Same thing with like the punishing one on the, the toilet seat. Um, and I'm trying to think of others off the top of my head. I even think the decimator certain ones can take it. Yeah, the Lancer uh, Pursuit Class Shuttle, like Asajj can't take the title, but Ketsu and Sabine can, and stuff like that. Um, the other one I wanted to check was, did Boba get Bounty Hunter? That was a big thing, because look at that. Who was right? Who? Wait, wait, hold on. Who was right? This guy. <laughs> Boba Fett is a Bounty Hunter, so now he can take Bounty Hunter upgrades. So everything in that Mandalorian pack he has access to that's that's big um however if you notice boba fett is 10 points so he will be literally half of your list if you attempt to take him um and then everyone remembers the the other list which was um the this the separatist list with the two fire sprays yeah i don't you know Django fett and the other one uh they can't fit together because they're too many points so you need three ships it only allows for two uh, so you got to think of something else. You can't fly that list anymore, which I'm not going to say it was um, going to be bad in this new format, but they're making it to where you can't. And I just want to scroll down uh, to that as well. Where is it? The Aether Sprite. Where are you? There we go. So you'll also notice certain things like the Delta 7 Aether Sprite. There's no title on any of these Delta 7s. Why? Because they're making them to where they're their own cards. That means you no longer take the Delta 7 and then slap the title on it. You take a Delta 7B Aether Sprite title, or take an Aether Sprite card instead. It will have the hull, it will have the shields, and all that. I should even try to pull this up real quick for you guys. Uh go back to here in x-wing just for the video people and x-wing documents because if you go to the atomicmassgames.com slash x-wing dash documents you'll find everything on that page i like how it's designed it's kind of a pyramid down uh or you know a tornado looking thing to where all the buttons are there you can click on any of them it brings you to exactly what you're clicking on or requesting i want to see if they're in here Yep, here we go. So I'm just going to share this real quick. Go into ship upgrades here. Paste. Is it going to show it? Oh, no, because it's a PDF. <laughs> of course it does. All right. Let me share my screen one sec. Oh, no, it, it came up. Beautiful. All right. So let me interact. I think it was downloading it. So you're going to see that. And here it is. So here's Plo Koon. It's three hull, three shields. It's literally the picture with the uh, fine-tuned controls and the ability, and it gets all the upgrades. So it's 
going to be something where you could print these out and use them. They said they're legal. Um, you, I mean, I, I'm sure someone is going to let you use something as a proxy, but AMG is trying to make it to where you don't have to use two different cards. You're going to be able to use exactly what's uh, printed for that title. Uh, and now, as you can see, what does that say for pinpoint tract array? You cannot ro or you cannot rotate your arc your back after you fully execute a maneuver you may gain one tractor to perform a rotate so they fixed i i will say hold on where's my let me go over here they've fixed it <laughs> you now have to fully execute a maneuver you can't bump and tractor yourself off of someone and then shoot which is absolute great um i the buzz droids i know they lowered the agility by one because they didn't think that was fair um we've got we have barber crap we've got all these guys uh there's different rules updates i highly recommend it we're going to do another video to where we go through each one of these cards i just wanted to show you these real quick um to where each card is going to be different you can use them uh print them out do whatever you want or just you know keep it in the back of your mind that that's not what's on the card anymore yeah see now captain oinkin while you perform an attack at attack range zero treat it as an attack at attack that is why there are four attacks in there range one so you basically get to treat it as one you use your mods normal you can uh get that range bonus as well wow all right any questions from you guys in chat i know we've been going for about an hour now which is perfect that's we like to keep it quick for everyone uh that's why we went over the brief summary in the beginning uh for everyone this is a lot to take in it really is uh Try to have fun with it. Like I've already been going back and looking at uh, some of the lists that I previously had. So, I mean, I used to fly four TIE fighters with uh, Nash in the interceptor and a, a space cow because it fit perfectly. I could use Sloan and it didn't, it doesn't fit anymore because A, the space cow isn't legal in tournament format. And the shuttle that I used, which was, uh, I think it was Psy, he can't fit Sloan anymore because Sloan's 16 points. And he can only fit 14. Um, so I said, cool, what's the decimator look like? So I looked at the decimator. I could fit that with multiple TIE Fighters and Nash and Sloan and more upgrades because I could take Rack. So don't think that for a second anything is going to be, oh, well, they took away my ship. Trust me, you're going to be able to build things you've never built before. And you're going to be able to look at ships that you wanted to fly but never even considered because of the limitations of how the game was in the beginning. Um, and trust me, I can speak from experience because we've done this before. We've done it to where a friend of ours took eight TIE Fighters all with Juke because that's the way we built the scenario. I know that doesn't work here for this situation, maybe with uh, some of the, the TIE Fighters, but... I mean, he had a blast, and then he ended up taking, I think, eight bombers or something like that because he could. Um, and he completely decimated, and I took aces. I was able to beat him, but then he beat uh, someone else the next time. So don't just think for a second, like, this is going to be hurtful. Aces are dead. Don't even think that for a second because you will have the opportunity possibly to even fly four aces um, and load them all out because... Again, there's a friend of ours that loves Resistance A-Wings, and he hated the fact that 
uh, FFG took away the fact that he could fly five of them all kitted out. Um, and I said, hey, how about you try looking at four of them again and loading them out? Because most of them can take anywhere from 13 to 14 points. And he was like, cool, that's definitely something I want to take a look at. So, I mean, whew, my mouth is dry. Give it a shot. Let us know what you think below, please. Uh, you know, don't just immediately hate on it. And don't leave a comment. They've ruined the game. I'm selling my stuff. I mean, if you are, contact me. I might buy it from you um, for very cheap. <laughs> and take, take control of it. Um, and we're going to try to get out to the game tables and get some games on stream for you guys. Um, I'm trying to see if we can do it maybe this weekend. Something I don't like, I, you know, of course, with COVID and all that. Um, at least even stream it online. I, I don't even know. Uh, and then I'm going to try to give away some prizes next stream as well. Because, again, I've got tons of stuff I'd love to give away. And this, I think, is the perfect time to do it. So thank you guys once again. Uh, you know, please, where the heck are we? Twitch, go ahead and click the follow button so that you're alerted next time we go live. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and click the like button. Leave a comment below. Let us know what you think about the new rules and what you're excited for, what you absolutely hate. We don't care. Um, and then also click the subscribe button so that you know when we get a new video down there because we're going to be posting more content, a lot more content now that we have all the rules. And then finally, if you're listening to us on our podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, you know, Definitely click the follow button so that you know that when we have a new episode, because guess what? This either Friday or Saturday, we're going to be here with Sean Tiernan uh, recording for his changes to Hotak and finding out because he pretty much had everything done. And then he saw the rules. and He's like, I've got more work to do. So <laughs> we're going to see what he comes up with uh, for the future of Hotak, because, uh, again, Scenarios and objectives are a thing, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be new experience for a lot of people. Um, I hope you guys stick around. I hope you enjoy playing as much as I will, and yeah, play casual. See ya later. <laughs>